Hey guys, welcome to Marriage and Fatherhood. From a man's perspective, join us as we unravel some of the challenges that we face as married men. To get started, or... uh, no push ups today, man. No push ups. Yeah. No push ups, no push ups, man. Let me see. I don't know if everyone can see me clearly. Man, like David. Yeah, everyone's in here. Everyone's ready for you. What, what, what have I done, Has? Because you're gonna get me, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get me in trouble now. Now nah, you know what you haven't done anything, but you know what we like. We like character. <laughs> you know when people have got character, they've got an opinion, but their opinion's based on facts. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So so that's what we expect from you. Um, well, in general, how you been though? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Just working from home. Um, trying to do the six Ave kids collection as well. Just launched that on Saturday. So yeah, I'm good. Congratulations! And it was your birthday. It was my birthday, sixth of June. Love that. How old? I'm 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 gonna say I'm in my mid thirties. Okay, like that, yeah. Like that. Okay, all right, cool. Let, let's get into it because we've got a few guys coming on, okay. um, and we wanna we wanna talk to you as well. So, my first question is: What is it like trying to date in this day and age? So obviously, the world of social media, um, loads of influences, it's tough. Talk to me. What's it like being you know, a single man in this day and age? It's it's more than tough. You know? It's it's like it's a it's a minefield that is a war zone. Like you're dealing with like witches. You're dealing with like witches. Bruv, like let me <laughs> witches. When I, when I say witches, yeah, you see girls, yeah, right. It's like they've got a motive. They've got they've got a motive, and it's like it's it's a tricky one. It's it's a very very tricky one, but. Let me let me let me say let me stay on track. I don't want I don't want to go off. <laughs> I don't want to go. Off. <laughs> You've already started. But what I mean what uh, I mean is that like I personally I don't know about the other guys in here, but I personally can't date via like social media because it's all a lie. It's all it's all fake. You're dealing with filters. You're dealing with like catfishes. Do you know what I mean? Like you go on one picture, you go on another picture. They look different on every single picture, and it's just like yeah. It's 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 mad. You're dealing with a lot of a lot of girls with with issues as well, and it's like they want you to come in to fix those issues. And if mm. you're not ready, if you're not ready as a man to do that, then it's just long. Mm. Okay. What about okay? Let's talk from experience because that's what we want. We want the realness, yeah. Yeah. So, give me an example of someone. You don't need to name names. Someone you've dated in the last however months or maybe years. Yeah that you end up working out that she's just fake or this hasn't worked. And I want a reason why. Why didn't it work? Do you know what it is? Um, from an experience, maybe she just wasn't honest with herself. I think, I think she was around. So you see girls, right? When they look for a guy, they look for... Forget all the looks thing. They, they've already, they're 10 steps ahead of us. So they're looking for security. They're looking for how can mm. the guy look after me. That's that's it. Because I always say to my guys, it's like, like when girls look at us, they look at us as business. Forget mm. all of this. I love you. I, I, yeah, yeah. Duh, duh. They're not thinking about that. They're looking like raw. Like okay, can this guy look after me in ten, five years time? If they can't, okay. if, if he can't do that, then it's long for you because they're just gonna go on to the next yahoo boy that's around the corner. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like my my one of my experiences was just that like I feel like she just. I wouldn't say she lied because she kept it real, 
But maybe at that moment of time, she didn't feel like I was the right person to take her to the next stage that she needed to get to. Mm. But in saying that, that's why... Why did, why did she feel that way? I don't know. I, 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 didn't really, I didn't really, you know, try and find out why. But my, what, what, what I would say is that a lot of women need to give guys time. Like, it's really tough for guys. Because when, when a guy says he has a plan and has a goal or a dream, don't think that it's just going to happen like that. You have to give that guy time to fill out his dream and his purpose. But a lot of women, well, not a lot of women, but some women, actually, they want a guy that's already made there and then. And they can just jump on the bandwagon and then just ride with you. But obviously, like, if you're first starting up your dream and you're visionary and you've got certain things that you want to put into place, that woman has to be aligned with you to fulfill your purpose. And a lot of women are not patient enough to, to, to follow that through with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, just in terms of what you do then, because you don't work a typical nine-to-five job. You know, you're very involved. You've always been involved in business. So no doubt you have aspirations to build your brand, build your business, etc. Yeah. Are you saying some girls are not willing to maybe bide their time and be patient with that? Yeah, yeah. Some some, some are and some not. Like someone said in the comment, not all. Some, not all of them. I mean, I do work, I work a nine-to-five as well. And I still have other stuff that I'm pursuing as well. Um, but it's about the balance. How can you, you know, because a woman would say they want a man that's driven and, you know, he's passionate, da, 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 da. but then when I talk about alignment, it's like you have to find a woman that is willing to understand your lifestyle. You know, if you understand that I'm working nine to five and I'm trying to chase a dream, it's not like I have to fit you in, but you kind of like just have to understand at the same time and marinate all together. So you're saying the majority of girls, they, they're probably not at that stage where they're willing to give it the time it needs to blossom. They're not. I, or would you see that as maybe the guy being indecisive? Like, you know, sometimes as guys, we don't always know what we want. It's a lie. We so, know what we want. We know what we want, man. It's a lie. You see these girls here? Yeah? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Look, I, I, don't wanna, I don't want to, because I, I feel like I'm just going to get stoned here right now. Nah, nah. No, you're not. I think a lot of women don't know what they want. I know mm. a lot of women that will, when you go out and you lot are mingling and everyone's talking to the table, they're like, yeah, 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 they want this, they want that. When the guy sticks it on them, then they're like, oh, I need to think. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe. Do you know why? It's because they've got their options, A, B, and C. This is the thing yeah. about girls. They've also got their options and they're keeping their options open as well. It's just mm. not the guys. Women. Oh, the girls are keeping it open. Girls are keeping options. I speak to girls as well and they tell me. You know, I speak to some of my girlfriends and they're like, yeah, they've got, um, they're talking to Johnny, they're talking to Adam, they're talking to Dave. Oh. You know? But they just keep, they're just very, like, subtle with it. But us guys, we're, that, we're out there. We don't keep things a secret. Okay. So I've got a couple of questions for you, but, so do you feel, if you're seeing someone, you should just put all your eggs in that one basket for that period of time that you're dating? Or are you saying it's okay to maybe look around and see him, him, and him, or should she just be focused on one person? Feel, Likewise yourself, yeah, what I, do you do? <laughs> I, I think it depends on what stage you are when you're dating. I think keep your options open. I never say, I, I always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. When you're dating anyways, it depends. Like, yeah. And let the person know, be transparent with the person what you're doing, and it's up to them if they're willing to accept that and, you know, 
but I say don't don't put your eggs in one. But just date. You have to date around. You have to shop because, like I said, there's witches out there, man. And <laughs> do you know what? Let me be, let me be honest with you. Yeah, sharing a little bit of my experience. Yeah, I used to be of the notion that it's better to keep your options open, and then really when I so. got to when I got to the stage where I was almost I was ready to settle down. Yeah, I dedicated all my time to my current wife. So when I was dating my missus, yeah. I said to myself, any other girl is a distraction. I may as well put all my eggs in one basket, be totally committed and know that I've given it 100. Otherwise, I feel like I'm only ever given it 50%. And you know what it's like. More time, I'm just copying, pasting the message I sent to this girl, to that girl, with slight adaptation. Yeah. So for me, it was, I need to put all my eggs in this one basket for my sake, to say, you know what, Hass, you gave it your all. If it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, but Hass, check this out. You know what, who I'm talking about. We're just gonna keep it like this. When you do put, <laughs> when, 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 when you do put all your eggs in one basket, and you do everything, and you're there, and you're showing the family, look, I'm serious, I'm this, I'm that. What happens? Tell me, what, yeah, what yeah. happens? Yeah, yeah, And they yeah. turn around and they say, oh yeah, like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just not time. Like, what do you mean it's not that time? And I've put everything in. What are you, what are you telling yeah, me? Yeah. So I yeah. think it's a, it's a tricky one. So I, that's what I would say. Don't put your eggs in one basket because, fam, when she turns... Do you know what? Do you know what? I see that as then. I see that as... It's a, almost... No, I wouldn't say defence mechanism, but it's a way to protect yourself. So when you don't put all your eggs in that one basket, it's almost, you know what? If she lets me down, it's cool because I got hurt. Yeah. So you've always got your plan B. Yeah. That's that's what you're saying, yeah? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, 100 percent Okay. All right, cool. Um, I got another question for you. So for you, what what makes you think you're ready? So I'm not saying the next girl that you meet is gonna be the one, but what makes us or what makes you think you're ready? I just think I have I've 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 done a lot and I'm ready to just settle down. I've always been ready. I've always, the thing is, I've always been ready to settle down, but I need a girl that's in line with my purpose. So she needs to understand what I'm doing and what I'm going through. And likewise, I need to understand where she's going. Um, but I've always, I think I've always been ready, and I'm like, I'm in my thirties now, so I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a, like an old fart dad that can't run with his yeah. kids. And so I'm, yeah, thinking, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about all of these things, and I see my cousins, and they've got kids, and I want my kids to grow up with their kids, and there'll be a close unit. You know, so um, the thing is, the thing, the thing, this is the thing, and again, I'm gonna get shot for this. I don't care about marriage. I care about marriage, but I don't care about marriage. My main thing is, I just need my DNA on this end, on this earth. Ooh, as long Ooh. as my DNA is on this earth, right? And I can, I can, I will look after my DNAs and everything. But in terms of marriage, because if you think about marriage, bro, yeah, you see, marriage, marriage is a business. You know, don't go into. Obviously, you're married. I'm not married, but I think, like, let me let me let me turn it on you. So, do you think marriage is a business, or do you think it's like lovey dove, love dove? Marriage is lovey dove, dove, dove. So you don't think it's a business? No. So when you so when you went into your marriage, you didn't think about like the finances. You didn't think about who's gonna do 60-40? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I see marriage as me and my wife being a team. I don't see it as a business. And when I say a team, if I win, she wins. If she loses, 
I'm winning, I pull her up. So it's, it is literally iron sharpens iron. So it's not, I'm in it to try and make as much money as I can because marriage is a lot more than that. Marriage, and as I've said before in our, in our previous chats, if I'm selfless in my relationship with my wife and she is selfless, we are both winning. It shouldn't be one woman giving and, oh sorry, the woman giving and the guy always taking. It can't work that way. We both have to give in order for it to work. So no, I don't, I don't see it as a business at all. How, and I think even the guys, we want companionship. Yeah. You want, like, who, who wants to be, who wants to just have kids? You're always going to be looking for love. You're always going to be looking for that fulfillment. And I'm not saying that your wife fills every void that you have. You have to come into the relationship and you've got to be whole within yourself. But ultimately, when you meet your partner, you are both whole. So you're both given to each other. If one falls, the other one picks up. So, no, nah, I don't see, I think, it's, I don't think, I know it's a lot more than just business. No, nah, no way. Yeah, do, do you know what? what about if you're broke? Yeah, do, do, do you know why I say that? Because when I look at, like, our elders, the people before us, and the people before them, a lot of their marriages are not stable. Agreed. And I'm not trying to say every marriage is going to be stable, but most of the time they just stay together for the kids. Yes. And, because and, and how did it work out for them? I mean, uh, the majority. So the, we come from similar backgrounds, right? Yeah. So the majority. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. But then at the same time, so we, we, that's what we have to make the difference, though. No. That is true. That is true. That is no. You're very true. But then it's what I'm. What I'm trying to like get down to the bottom is it's that like with marriage, I think a lot of people do go into it for the wrong reasons and not understand that at the same time at the same time has like what you're saying is 100 percent right but at the same time it's a business at the same time because I, I would i would disagree that it's a business but i can agree that some people go in with their wrong intentions without fully understanding what marriage is and what marriage is supposed to offer so i i, to I totally get you because yeah. we all know people who have been married or been in relationships and there are the wrong intentions. So yeah. I totally understand you. But I think we have to really try and grasp the concept of marriage. And this is why we're trying to do this, because it's yeah. good for us to talk about it. We may as well have the real talk, because we all want to get married. Like you said, you want to get married, but you're, you actually want to have kids. But I guarantee you want to be happy, mm. and you want to bring your kids up in a stable environment. Yeah. You want to ensure that there is unity with mummy and daddy. Yeah. But mummy and daddy's unity is dependent on what your perception is. Yeah. Do you, do you know what? Do you know what I say this year? It's like I can see a couple of people in this comment in, in the comments. And I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name people, but most of my friends obviously have kids, and they're not yeah. with the mother of their children. Now, obviously, everyone goes through different stages in life where not everyone's gonna get along. But like you said, we're having real conversations. These are the conversations that I have with my guys, and a lot of men don't want to get married because of what they've experienced with women or what, you know, mm -hmm. their past, their, their parents or their grandparents have experienced and what they see on a day-to-day -day basis. So I can see someone there saying that I'm freestyling. I'm not freestyling. I'm, what I'm trying to say, nah. what, what I'm saying is that this, this is a real forum for us to have conversations about. I want to get married, but I do see marriage as a business because of what I've experienced. Yeah. That's just it. Okay. No, no, I, again, I, I see, I see that because what we the experience that we have and what we see externally yeah. undoubtedly is gonna 
it's going to form our judgments, right? Yeah. And when I was in the process of getting married and trying to find a missus and whatnot, that's yeah. why I spoke about the importance of trying to surround yourself with people who, yeah, you're in that, you're in this circle and they've got this perception. That's cool. Yeah. But you need to broaden your experience. There are good marriages. There are people who um, have got into marriages because of, for business reasons. There are people who have got into marriages because of children. Like, these, these are very real, real points that you're making. But ultimately, marriage is a lot more than that. Yeah. And that's what we've got to try and research. That's what we've got to try and find. And you've got to try and find the genuineness of marriage. Like, listen, I don't want to... I, I wouldn't want to divulge too much about my family in yeah, this, but... Yeah, yeah. Listen, I've got family members in here, and they'll tell you we probably don't have many marriages in our family, in our background, that yeah. we would look at and say, yeah... I want to be like them. We don't have that. But one thing that we did say is we don't want to be like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that is why if when I got married, I had to make the decision, you know what, this is exactly what I want and I'm going to go with it wholeheartedly. The last thing you want is a dysfunctional home. We've had enough of that. No, and even if you want to start going into society, we don't want no more dysfunctional homes and yeah. broken children and seeing dad or not seeing dad That's or mum and dad. Yeah. We don't Come on, man. We don't want that anymore. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so, um, nah, you know what I need? I need you on here longer because this is not enough. Because I like the topic, but I think I'm supposed to have different guys on. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, know if we've got any comments in there or anything you want to share or, or like get something off your chest. Me personally. Yeah. Um, I just, I just think it's i think um the main thing we're talking about is what is it like dating in today's age i just feel like there there are a lot of broken women out there due to men obviously breaking them so it's like a it's like a cycle like it just keeps on happening mm-hmm. happening happening but i, I what my advice is to to women out there again i'm probably going to get shot for this is you know just try not to paint don't judge every guy the same you know what i mean like Give him a chance first. That's the same. Mm. A lot of women don't give guys chances. And a lot of women nowadays, it's like the roles are reversed. It's like the, the women are acting like the mandem. How the mandem used to act or however you want to speak. Yeah. Um, Can you blame them? I can't. No, no, no. I can't. Definitely not. Definitely not. Like, man, like they, they, they've gone through a lot and they're tired. You know what I mean? They're tired. They, 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 they don't want to get their hearts broken anymore. So it's like they rather protect it. But... You need to also remember or try and understand what that guy's gone through as well because his heart has, might have been broken, you know. But yeah. everything is a conversation, communication, and um, yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, nah, nah. Do you know what? You're gonna get. I'm gonna bring you back on. I need. I need you. I need you. You. I need. No. I need you. On there. I'm. I'm a, but, um, I'm a targeted man already. I can see it down there, man. <laughs> no, but you. But you know what? What you're speaking is honest and from the heart, and you're in it and experiencing it. Like I'm married, I'm not I'm not single no more. So yeah. someone like yourself is what we need because you represent the people, you represent the voice of the mandem. You know what I mean? So so we need we need your perspective on here. That's why I asked you to jump on. So I'm grateful and I'm thankful. And then yeah, I need to I need to get you back in because this is not enough. <laughs> Love man. I'm yeah, this is not cool, enough. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna shout you guys. That's Alan. Um, any last words? Any last words other than what you've just said? Um, no nah, man, just find me a wife. I'm looking. I'm out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, single girls, holler at him. Alright, cool. I'm gonna tell you. Thank you, bro. Anything, man. Appreciate it.
All right, let's get into you because time will be far spent as soon as we get started. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you know your missus is the one? Sorry, you've been married for how long? Uh, about six months. All right, cool. So, Katie's been married seven for six months. months so, it's good. so, it's good to get your perspective. How did you know she was the one for you? Rookie. Um, if I'm to be completely honest, I think I knew. I kind of, all right, let me give you some context. First of all, and what I always tell people when they ask me about my relationship is I feel like we kind of had a cheat code because um, we, were, we were friends for probably seven years before we ever started dating at all. And when I say friends, I mean we used to work together and we sat next to each other, each other for six years every day and the dynamic of my team that we worked in we would discuss every single element and every single aspect of life so mm. with that you get to know somebody in an environment that you wouldn't normally get to experience if you're trying to date somebody or you're you're taking a girl restaurant she's taking you out you lot are going here there and everywhere you just it's not it's not it's, it's not a an environment or an experience you can replicate so for me, I knew long before I was even ready to be in a serious relationship because I used to give a banter about it all the time. And I used to say, oh, me and you would be good in a relationship, you know. We'd make a great couple. And she'd be like, what? Hell no, you must be joking. Impossible. And I'd be like, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. We'd be good in a relationship. And obviously she just was not even interested at all. So... um I knew I knew a long time ago, so and and that was just through sitting at the desk eight hours a day having conversations, saying, "Oh, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in that situation?" and all that sort of stuff. And then also just going through stuff. You know, over time, you experience certain things, certain things that your your friends will help you get through. You know, so like losing jobs. Um, one of the things that we like, I was one of the things. Through, I was made redundant during that period. Um, I had I went through a period where I got loads of promotions. Then I got made redundant. Um, she had a load of promotions. Um, she lost her dad during one stage. Um, I went through a rough patch financially. What through one stage? I went through um, a previous relationship that was rough. She ended a relationship. Um, early on when we first became friends. So there's this bare stuff that we experienced as friends that we helped each other through that kind of fed into our friendship and the closeness of our relationship from early doors. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Good foundation. Yeah, the foundation was set. So it's like, and like no one else can really, like on a normal day, as I said, you, no one else can really replicate that. Like how else would you would you replicate that? It's just... It doesn't happen every day. So I knew a long, long time ago, long before it was even on the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and what was it specifically you liked about her? Because there's always, you know, a couple of characters. What, what is it that she did for you? Uh, so anyone that knows me um, will probably describe me as stubborn. So <laughs> will probably describe me as, as stubborn. So, and that's because I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why. I think about things a lot and I come to a conclusion and I guess maybe it's a little bit, 
it's a little bit hard to to change my mentality if I don't feel feel like you're you're coming with some with some sense with some substance. Mm. So at work, my team was basically like me and my brethren. Yeah, so we're all from similar backgrounds, and as I said, we always used to discuss certain scenarios. And I used to say something, and if you know me, like the reason why we were laughing when I first came when we I first came on here is because you know what my opinions are like sometimes. <laughs> and if I was to start freestyling on all these other topics, yeah, <laughs> your life would turn upside down. So when we used to speak about certain things, she used to say stuff and she used to challenge me and we'd have heated debates about bare different things and bare different topics. And like at that time during the debate, I would be like, nah, this is how I feel. This is the situation. And that's that. And then I'd go home on the weekend and like it would just hit me. And I'd be like, oh, She's got a point, you know. I was like, damn. Yeah, you know, like, and, and over time, that happened more and more often, and it started to shape, it started to shape, like, more of my, my um, perspectives. So yeah, with yeah. that, you remember Hass? I used to phone you. I used to be like, yo, Hass, yeah. there's one babe at work here. She's saying stuff, and I can't stop thinking about what she's saying. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never experienced that before. Normally... No disrespect, yeah, but you know, most most other other girls would say stuff to me, and I'd be like, "Get out of here, man! Get in the bin! You're you're chatting s." You know what I mean? But this one, I was like, "All right, cool." And I'd go back, and I'd be like, "All right, you know what? Fair enough. You were right about this, that, and 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 the other." So, so that was the first thing that made me think, "Raw, hold on a minute." You know what I mean? And then also from a work perspective, because I was actually her manager at the so time. Wait, let me just say. So she challenged you intellectually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And conversationally, like, conversations I would never have with anybody else that I knew ever we would be having. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. for hours and hours, like, all day long. Um, and then also, from a work perspective, um, I'd get into, because the, the industry that we used to work in, you'd come across some wild companies and some wild rogue managers or rogue business owners. And I used to get in heated debates. And obviously, whilst I was in the corporate world, I was still a little bit wayward. So they'll be saying certain things and I'd be like, I'd want to react out of just anger and emotion. And she would always be like, no, you shouldn't say that. Here's how you should respond. And obviously, me being stubborn, I wouldn't want to take note of what she was saying in the first instance. But yeah. what would happen, what would happen is I would eventually listen to her I would adopt her yeah. advice, put it into practice, and I'd see the fruits of what she was saying to me. So from a business perspective and commercially in terms of my growth and my career and all of that stuff, because as I say, like she was a big part of me, of me being as successful as I was at that company because mm. she helped like curb my wild nature. Do you know what I mean? And and put me on a and like I guess kind of like channeled my energy. So that was the other thing. So I thought on a personal level, I'm learning stuff speaking speaking to this guy. And also on a commercial business level, it's actually helping elevate my career and put money in my pocket. So I was like, raw, I don't know anybody else that's doing that for me. These times KB wants to start smashing up the directors, you know. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, one day you, one has one day I'll tell you I'll tell you stories anyway. One day I'll tell you <laughs> No, no, let's not digress. Yeah, let's okay, not. So so you've been married six months, yeah? Yeah, yeah, something like is that. Is marriage for you just a business? Is it what you expected 
Um, is it more than that? And it's only been six months, so you're relatively young. So we're not expecting you to give us a flamboyant answer. But yeah. What you, has it met your expectations? Look, has, what I will say to you is this. The marriage, the wedding, was just paperwork and a party. As far as I'm concerned. It was just the paperwork and a big party for everyone to come and shubs and get frassed. I say that partly because, oh no, what I would say is this. The reason why I say that, again, goes back to the foundation. <laughs> Renick's asking, what am I drinking? <laughs> the reason why I say that is because if I go back to the foundation of our relationship, we had like seven years of a solid friendship and then like a further three years or so of um, a solid relationship. To the extent that we were all already married, mm. you know, so it's like I know for a lot of people there's a big transition when the wedding happens and all of that sort of stuff, but for us, there wasn't that huge transition. It wasn't like, oh wow, we're married, look at this new world that we're living in. That was like, you know, that was, I don't know, like I said, paperwork. Nothing, nothing, nothing has changed. Not really. I think, uh, nah, I don't think so. And do you know why I say that as well, Has? Maybe slightly off topic, but I don't know. I don't think, if, I think if you get married and you open your eyes and then all of a sudden you're in this new world with all these new considerations, I think you're in trouble, mate, to be honest. Because I, I don't understand what major fundamental changes will happen overnight. Like a lot of the things, a lot of the most important things that you will have to deal with within your lifetime of marriage should have been well considered, well discussed and well thought through from early doors. So for us, not much has really changed, man, to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's not. A, I, I apologize. It's not an exciting answer. And no, I ain't got no bars. You know what? I, think I ain't got no bars to fit. Sorry? Why yours is unique is because why yours is unique for me is because you had you were with her for for the long term. So because you had a long term relationship, nothing has changed initially. But one thing I will say is over time, I'm very sure you, this conversation will sound very different. Yeah. You no, don't get me wrong. About there's small small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely there's small things. That have changed obviously when you when you go when you're now in a close proximity to somebody to anyone yeah yeah people are asking you live um yeah for like maybe six months maybe six months obviously influences things too right yeah 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 absolutely that yeah and i should i should state that as well that absolutely plays a part um so yeah about six to eight months we live together um, but even then, if you were to ask me the same question about when we moved in together, was there any major challenges? Not really. Like, you got to understand, in seven years of sitting next to each other, we discussed everything in detail multiple times. So the level of expectation and understanding, the foundation was set from early. So it wasn't like, you know, all of a sudden I found out, I don't know, she was messy or I was messy or she was super clean, I was super clean or, or like, I don't know, whatever issues yeah, people yeah. have. It's just like, I don't know, not really much, not changing that sense. Okay, so now let's, let's talk about you. Is there anything that you've changed in the past about your character 
that I want to see effective fluency in. Sorry, Hass, say that again. I missed you a little bit there. It cut out. I missed some of the question. Yeah, my, my charger. I'm just charging my, my phone again. One second. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, so is there anything that you would change in your character? If you were to go back in time to prepare you for marriage, or would you say that you are 110% prepared? Uh... My personal character. What would I change? That's a tough question. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I, I always struggle with them questions. I don't know. What would I change? Because I always think. It... Or would you say you've come in? So you've come into marriage, and you're fine. There's nothing that your missus picks or points out that she feels, oh, you need to do this, KB, you need to do that. Oh, I wish you were this. Is there anything nah. in your nature? Nah, I'm borderline perfect. Yes, swear. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. In all seriousness, has, I don't know. I don't know. Again, look, I know it's going to sound like a shag answer, yeah? It's a dead answer. But we, every everything that we could have possibly been through all the tough times that shape and mold people in relationships. Yeah. yeah. We, we'd been through the majority of them already. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So for us, it's not necessarily the marriage that made the major change. I'm not going to look back and say, Oh yeah, me as a person, I could do this. Or she's not going to say to me, Oh, you should start doing this more. Or I'm going to say to her, you need to do X more or whatever, because we already, we already knew what we were getting into. Like, we, we we knew it in great detail from early, so I don't really I don't know, man. I don't you know, know. Do you know, I think this then what what I would assess, and obviously one here, um, yeah, I would assess it as the foundation that you had is what has almost prepared the way for you in terms of how your relationship has been formed. Yeah, yeah. So because you were able to, to I guess, to build that that friendship, that solid foundation over your seven years. Mm. I think that's greatly helped, yeah? Yeah, yeah, massively. Look, Hass, the, the, the bottom line is, and I guess the crux of it is, in terms of what I'm saying, and, and uh, one little piece of substance for anyone to take away, which, again, is why I said it's a cheat code. Because you, especially, you know, at our age, if I was single now, going into relationship, I ain't got seven years to be getting to know somebody. And I'm not going to sit next to you for eight hours a day for seven years. It, it, mm. it doesn't make sense. It's impossible. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's hard for me to offer anything in terms of substance for people that have not had a long-standing uh, friendship with somebody that they're in a, in a relationship with because I don't really know, uh, I don't really have any other experience. So the only thing I can say is, is just focus on how well you know the person. Some of it yeah. you can't avoid. Like you can't determine whether you're going to, go through financial hardship and lose your job or not. That's not something that you can choose to happen and then navigate that situation and then see how you both react. You can't do that. Or, yeah, God forbid, somebody, someone loses a family member. These are things that life just throws at you as and when. And for us, they happened in a particular time. It just so happened to be before we were in a relationship. We were very close friends. We helped each other through those moments and that built the foundation for everything that we have today. I don't really... What? No, Not but you really know what? Sure. That, that, that is enough. Do you know why? Because everyone's journey is different. And that's what this is yeah, about, yeah. is looking at different journeys. 
of different guys. So there you have it. KB is the perfect man. So girls, if you don't think it exists, KB is that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and but, and yo, my, I always make sure I tell my missus that so she knows she has to come correct so she can't slip. Don't know, obviously. She's laughing. She's over there laughing, but she knows it's the real spit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, come on. Yeah, yeah. And today, oh, why, we're not, oh, why, today, we're not getting on to people, but we can do that another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, another day. Another day. Give me more exciting questions, Hass, so that I can run small, small bands, bro. All these questions and, that you and, gave and, me are... Nah, nah. Do you know why? Do you know why? I had to ask you those questions because you've been married for six months. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the man that I'm asking... The man that asking me, I've got a little question for you. Don't so ask you any of Olu's questions. No, 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 don't worry about Olu. Were you whipped from early? So that guy was... Say again? Were you whipped from early? Um, 50 50-50. 50-50. Because I was, but I guess another part of it is that for a period of the time that we were friends, I was in an, I was in another relationship. So it's like, in the back of my mind, because that relationship was shag. In the back of my mind, I was like, hmm, this is this is what I could have if I was with somebody who challenged me, who invested in me, who um, coached me, and that sort of stuff. So. So I, I guess I, I guess I was, I was whipped in the sense that I was whipped in the sense that I was whipped in the sense that like I was addicted to the friendship. You get me? I was whipped in the sense that I was addicted to the conversations because I was like, right, this is a new thing. I had never experienced this before. So yeah, mm -hmm. I would say so. But again, we we're only friends, so it's like, do you know what I mean? There wasn't anything romantic there at that stage. So I don't know how you can get whipped on someone if you're not romantically involved with them. I you should have blocked this guy before you started this insta live you should have blocked him <laughs> I know him uh, oh, cool. um, KB I'm going to leave you there I'm going to get um, Ray Raymond if you're there please request I'm going to get Raymond in next all right, cool. Say no oh, more, husband. I love the fact that you were addicted to the friendship. Lucianne just said it as well. So I love that. I love, I love that she challenged you intellectually. Relationship. Mm -hmm. So my first question is co-parenting. What is that like? Obviously, you're, you're a very hands-on dad. I know you to be very hands-on. You're not one to neglect your responsibilities. You've always got your kids. Why are you that way? Firstly, what's co-parenting like? And why are you that way inclined? Why haven't you just said, you know what? Don't want to chat to the baby mum don't want to see the kids because whatever H how have you managed to make it work yeah first and foremost that i mean not wanting to talk to the baby mum not wanting to deal with those stresses those dramas would be very easy that would be probably the easy option for me uh co-parenting um yeah it's not easy um there've been different type throughout the co-parenting journey there's been ups there's been lows there's been decent communication there's been potential almost you know what i mean complete breakdowns between the mother of my, my, my children, the two beautiful boys I have, and and myself. But ultimately, well, the way I see it, it's like, I came out of that relationship, I've grown since. And for me, co-parenting is an opportunity to show that, to show her, the mother of my children, that I've actually grown as a, as a, as a man, as an individual, as a father. So, mm. so if I just decided to do that, 
that would make her still be of the opinion that I'm the same person where for me, not only for her, but for myself, I need to prove to myself that I've grown as a, as a, as a human being, as a man. And by going through those difficult conversations, going through times when I don't want to talk to her or whatever it may be, it's, it's a necessity for me to have a, that relationship with my children, that relationship, which is of quality. So that's it. That's it really, man. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. How often do you see see the boys? So, my boys, I see them. I have them every other weekend, um, and I see them um, at least once during a week. And now, as you know, I'm a I'm the I'm the football coach of my older son's football team. So I coach his football team. So I see them every weekend, really, because I coach his team. And now his younger brother plays for the same team, but at a younger age group. So I see them at least two time, two to three times a week. Have them every weekend with me and my and my partner. So, yeah. Cool. And then we'll come to your partner. So, ha- what was that like? Obviously, you're dating. A girl finds out you got two kids. I know some women will be very standoffish. She's got two kids. That means baggage. Not interested. How was it like winning her over? Yeah. She, how did it? How did it work? She she will openly tell you that she ripped me off before we even we even really had a conversation. So. We, we, I know my partner, it's weird because I know her way back, but we didn't even know each other really. So she's a cousin of one of my closest friends and partners. Um, but again, when we were at different events way back in the day, I was with my ex. So it never really had a chance to even have a conversation, pay attention. So I met her again, like two and a half years ago now. I met her, met her again. And then... Had a conversation then at this event, and I met her again. I saw her again at church. So, um, saw her again. I thought it was her, but we hadn't seen each other for a while. So, I thought it was her. Went to say hello. She looked at me in my face, deadpan. I was like, okay, maybe it's not her. So, it's only when the cousin of my friend, um, he said, Listen, you saw this, you saw your partner, you saw her at church. She didn't say hello. Da, 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 da. Long story short, I said, I did see her. Next, next time I saw her, spoke to her. Gave him my business card, you know, the smooth, smooth. <laughs> Gave my business card because uh, I was in a rush to get to leave, and um, she wasn't going to contact me. She wasn't going to call me, whatever. She spoke to my friend's partner, who's her cousin, and he basically said, "Look," give, she said, but she said, "Look, give him a chance." And then from there, we had a conversation, and yeah, one of the first things was that about about the ch- about the children, and I, yeah. I think it's really, really embracing embracing the fact you have children, so letting her know that. These these are part of your your my life, but also ultimately, if we go down where we become a part in the partnership, we become married, they'll be part of your life. So it's really involving it in that aspect of parents, and so not trying to make her be on the outside, but trying to bring her in, but at her own, at her some come speed that's comfortable for her. Really, that yeah. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. And what was that integration like? So what is it like when they see her? She sees them. If they do something naughty. You know, does she come down on them? Does she show them love? What What is that like? Because that can be sometimes awkward for you. And I can imagine, maybe not, that, or maybe other other relation, other people may experience it where you don't want to pick your kids over your partner or your partner over your kids. How do you deal with those sort of situations? Yeah, I think from the, from the outset, obviously, it took a time to integrate because naturally we were just trying to, get, we were getting to know each other. Um, and I didn't want to, fully throw it in because 
I didn't feel as comfortable. And then the mother of our, of, of our children was obviously having an issue with just if you're dating somebody and it's not serious. So once it was serious, once I knew it was serious, then I started to integrate her. So just like, for example, there's a wedding that we went to, a friend of ours, and I brought the children, brought the boys to the wedding. She was there, she came to the event. And just slowly just bringing her to little things, you know, if we're going to cinema, do you want to come to the cinema? Going to the park, do you want to come to the park? If we've got a football match on the weekend, do you want to come to watch the boys at the match? And then slowly giving them opportunity to see her more and more, rather than just that one that she just every day there, it was more and more integrating her into some of the yeah, things yeah. that I do with the, with the boys. And in terms of how do they, how do they, I I treat her like she's the mother of the children. I treat her with that full, full support. So she sometimes can be uncomfortable just because she's more conscious of the fact she's not their mum. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead. If you need to feel like you need to say something to them, go say it. Do what you need to do as as a as a parent. You trust, you trust her enough. Yeah, yeah, of course, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So I trust enough to do that. And then if there's anything I'm even disagree, I disagree with. It's also it's always a case of. I won't tell her then. It'll be a conversation of maybe this or maybe that. But I've never had to say anything where she's disciplined the children or said something and I've disagreed with her. So everything that she's done to this day really has been something that we share. So we share, and that's one of the main things, is the values. The the, mm. the, the values we share around ourselves, like as adults, as parents, this the discipline systems, all that we share. So I don't really see there being, there's never going to be a conflict because I don't think I should bring my, my children away different than she than she does. I think we we have the same value system. So for that for that, for that it was quite a smooth transition. If anything, Love if that. anything, if anything, we share more common value systems as parents than I do with the mother of my children. That makes sense. So it's yeah. it's very it's very easy for me to have the confidence in that. Even if I leave her, sometimes I'll leave her. The children, I'll go out, do whatever, and I'll come back because I have the confidence that. I mean, even if she needs to do what she needs to do, it's going to be within all within what the values that I uphold as well. So they, yeah, they, 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 they like her. They like her. They obviously know they're not something mum, but they, they like her. They respect her. Um, and again, they're quite. They're not old children. They, I mean, they're nine and seven, so they're still quite innocent. So they still they just interact with her um, as anybody who builds a relationship. If you build a relationship with a child and you build a rapport. You know, do you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're good with you. So she's it's the same good. with them, man. Yeah. That's top. Uh, Ray, I'm gonna, we're going to sign off and yeah. then we're going to sign back in because, of course, we're, you're at that point where we've got to jump into part two. Uh, guys who are listening and in the comments, I see a lot of questions. I'm going to need you to bring those questions into the next live. If you can, please, that would be really appreciated. And if you're not in the next live, you can catch it on, on the podcast anyway, because I always put them all up. But yeah, this is getting juicy. Then after Raymond, we've got yeah. one more. Then we've got a few questions and we're done. So um, yeah, thank you guys. I'm going to sign off. So Ray, if you sign off, then I'll add you back again. Yeah, yeah. And guys, thank you for being here. Hopefully you're learning one or two things and from the guys sharing their experiences. All right, Ray, jump in. Next one, yeah? Cool. <coughs> All right, Coach, Coach Drew, I right, Andrew, stop drawing me out on the live. 
Stop drawing me out. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yes, you're ready. What's happening? I just see the missus. My missus just joined the live, so. Oh, did she? Oh. <laughs> I'm saying now, boy. You got a filter now, yeah? Because <laughs> <laughs> the, ne the next question I got for you might be a bit flames. Go for it, man. But she knows I'm what I'm sure, like anyway. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, just a recap. So I asked you what co-parenting was like. Mm. Um, we didn't really touch on blended families but we kind of we kind of have done because you kind of said how you integrate your missus um into with your children a relationship don't listen to andrew see andrew yeah that guy's always <laughs> drawing me out always trust me but um yeah so my next question for you yeah is um if the roles were reversed and this may not if you can't answer it it's fine but advice that you might give to other guys if it was the woman who had a child from a previous relationship and she wanted to date you, how would you respond to that? And you might have experienced this in the past, but how would you respond to that? Um, I, I, I dated, I've, I've dated um, a female. I've had a previous relationship with a female who had a child. Um, it didn't last that long. Um, but what I would say is that we all go to we go we all go into into this into this relationship stuff with a preconceived notion that you know we want to have the idol family not be in a relationship any had ones had kids um you know be 30 years old and get married and all these things but the reality is that often it's not the way it, it goes so mm. for me to have an open mind I, I i i'm happy i think the issue is more the woman's ex so the guy or the, or the or the guy's partner ex the the female and how you can then build a relationship where things are smooth enough for the relationship with your new partner to and your children and yourself not to not be affected by the ex so yeah for me i think that's that's what it got boiled down to really how you can be strong enough to to make sure that you uphold the current partner and give them that confidence to have a relationship with your children and not actually affect the relationship with, your, with each other in, in doing so. So, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> but how, how do you deal with the awkward questions? Like, you got two boys, yeah. and I'm sure if they haven't asked mm. you any awkward questions yet, I'm sure they will mm. do. I don't doubt that they have done. But how do you deal with the awkward questions? Like, ah, oh, who's that? Why are you not with mum? Or why are you coming to pick us up at this time? Why do we have to go home? Why do we have two homes? How do you deal with that? I, they, they, I've, got, I've had a few of those questions from them. Um, and you just have to be open honest. Like, why are you mommy not together? It's not, and it's just open, 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 open question and open answer. So yeah, me, me and mommy, we didn't work. You know, sometimes if people are in each other's lives and they're not making each other happy, sometimes it's better to, to be apart. Like, as you can see now, we're, we're, we have a better relationship that we don't live together. But, but and you just have to be open with that. Um, and with with my new partner, yeah, we might get married. Yeah, we might have children. Yeah, they'll be your brother. They'll be your sister. Do you know what I mean? Okay, mm. she's not. Yeah, she's not. She's not your mum. But you have to treat her the same love and respect that you treat your mum with. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So these kind of things, these kind of conversations, these kind of uh, answers, the children are a lot more, a lot more intelligent. They're a lot more switched on than 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 you think. So 
you need to get it in there, get get that kind of those boundaries, get those those thought processes in early, early doors, man. So yeah, yeah, I've had those, I've had those questions um, a lot from the, from the boys because they're 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 like, they're like they're inquisitive children, so they ask yeah. those questions. Yeah, yeah. I'm your man. Obviously, is forward thinking and forward planning. Do you perceive any potential challenges that you might have in your relationship and the children with the children? maybe in the future. So we're talking, you know, five years when they're teenagers, when they're a little bit more mature and how do you aim to deal with it? I think the challenges, the challenges will be, and I, and I really hope this not to be, and I, and I have a conversation with, with them, the, the boys' mum. And it's like I say, it's a case of ensuring that regardless of whether they're in this house where I am or at home where they are, if they live in mm. a different room, that, that the, that those messages are the same. So, can't be trying to go back to mummy and play mummy off daddy and daddy off mummy. Yeah. We've got to be honest. Even if we're not on the same page, we've got to be seen to look like we're on the same page. And mm. there, that's where the kind of issues come. If if they can go and say to mummy something different than happens here or there, or the, the environment is very different where they get away with doing certain things, then that could be the challenge. But again, there's a conversation you need to have with those different conversations you need to have, do you know what I mean, with, with the mother yeah. and child. Um, to ensure that those those things don't start cropping up five ten years down the line when they're teenagers, and it's difficult then to to bring them back and reel them back in. So, yeah, I think that's that's very important to have those difficult conversations. They are difficult. And, and how about um, baby mama drama, drama? So, how do you deal with the relationship with your misses and your ex misses? Yeah, I, I've got a few questions in the comments. That's why I'm asking you this. So, so how do you deal with that? How do you manage that? Boy, baby, mama drama is it's real. It's real. It's real life. It's real talk. It's something that I've been through. Um, as much as um, you kind of try to avoid it or you try to do all kind of stuff, it always happens because at the, at the end of the day, and this is, uh, so we had a relationship that didn't work out. There's many things that didn't go good in the relationship. So over that period, people hold on to those emotions, those feelings. So I know in the five and a half years we ain't been together anymore. No I've grown, I've developed. Uh, I'm not the same guy, but that person struggling to see you as a different person, struggling. And anything that you do that they can hold on to, latch on to, that gives them some inkling that you're, you haven't changed, they'll use that, they'll do that. Um, but ultimately, being one of the is real and you just have to be be strong and a, and a character and say, listen, so for me, obviously now I've, I've developed a faith, I'm, I'm more God-fearing and I'm trying to handle it in a way which is not of this world, not of, of the old brain where you start saying things, you start acting in certain ways, you know what I mean? And I'm, 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 trying, to, yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm not trying to come out of character. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to come out of my new character and go back to the old character. So that's the kind of, the, for me, that's the hardest part of Baby Mama Drama. It's not a case of, what the, what she says or does it's about me trying to not come out of who I've grown into so that's the point. but I think ultimately yeah like you've had half hard conversations and sometimes you just got to be like listen the communication is not work this x y whatever's not working you've got to address it mm. um in terms of the relationship with my my current missus and um the mother of my children they haven't actually They've met in person, but not like not like a actual formal setting. But they've met in person, um, shared a couple messages, um, and 
And again, she, the mother of my children says that she has no problem. She likes them. She likes my partner. Mm. I'm the problem, essentially. I'm always, if, if there's any conflict, it's, I'm the problem. It's me. But yeah. I'll, rather, I'll take that. I'd rather that be the case than her saying she has a problem with um, my partner. So, do you know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Cool. Ray, you know what? That's been awesome. Uh, that's my time with you, to be fair. I wish I could talk to you a, bit, a little bit longer because do you know what it is? I think as you get into your 30s, what I'm finding when I'm speaking to some girls who are in their mid-30s or guys in their mid-30s is it's difficult to, to date someone with a child. How do you do that? Because like you said, you have your, you have your preconceptions about how you want marriage to be. Mm. And it's not necessarily, some see it as settling for less and you're not settling for less. Yeah. It just so happens that that person has a child, but it's how you deal with it. So to have you on there and talk about your experience, I think it's powerful, um, especially because your missus, your missus is probably even more powerful in the fact that she's able to maintain a relationship with you. No doubt you're going to get married, right? Mm. Yes, love that. And mm. you've got two boys, so your relationship is doing wonders, wonders for people. So thank you for your experience. Any last yeah. words that you want to share? Um, any last you words? Anyone, you want them to take away? What I'd say is, in terms of, in terms of blended families, in terms of co-parenting. Yeah, or just, dating someone with kids. Dating like, with kids. Well, I mean, that's more, that's more a question for her, I guess, in this scenario. But dating someone with kids, is a, it's a case of just really, um, being open and transparent and really if you're the person with the children is really embracing them do you know what I mean really bringing them in yeah and not make and making them feel part of the decisions you're making so even though they're my children and they're, they're not by by blood her children if I'm doing something like with the boys I say listen do you think it's a good idea I'll ask her do you know, I bring her in the, I'll, I want you to make a decision about mm. going out with the boys or do you think we should do this do, what, what do you think we should have for dinner Da, da, da. She asked me what they like to eat. You know, these conversations all the time, just really engage, trying to engage her as much as possible. That's that's mm -hmm. what I'd say. Give her that. Give her that. Give the other the other person the confidence to feel that 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 child or those children or the relationship with the other parent is not going to be something which is going to be have a negative impact on your relationship. Because all it is is they they think that's going to negatively impact on them. If you give mm -hmm. them the confidence that it's not going to do so through verbal and also action, then then that should be hopefully a starting point for, for them to, to allow any fears they may have about, about somebody with children. Because ultimately, when you're 30s, mid-30s, and, and potentially even older than that, the likelihood you're going to meet someone without children diminishes rapidly. So it's something we have to consider, something we have to, 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 to wake up and be honest and open with ourselves. That like that might be the reality. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Love that. Yes, Ray, you're the man. Come on. Thank you very much. No problem, man. Love. Thank you very much. KB trying to get on to you. KB you loud, doing? man. What are you doing? Raymond's, Raymond's expressing his truth. He said, you politician. <laughs> that's what he said. He said I've, Raymond, I've learned from you, man. equals Hass earlier. I've been, I've been watching Hass for like four weeks now, so... Answers <laughs> good. Uh, all right, Ray. Nice one, bro. Nah, love. Peace. I nah, appreciate it. Take it easy. Hey, love the realness from Raymond. Uh, my last one, Yemi, where are you? Yemi, please request. I haven't even seen Yemi. I hope he's in there. Yeah, love it. Okay, let's get into it. What's going on, though? How are you? 
I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Love that. All right. So my first question is going to be, I've got a few questions for you. Um, and guys, if you've got any questions, please post them as well, because Yemi's our last one. So we're letting the king finish. Um, how, oh, no, that wasn't your question. That wasn't your question. Sorry. So you're a married man. You've been married for how long? Coming up to five years now. Hold on, I said my... Yeah. What's wrong with your internet? You keep cutting out. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just I put it on 4G. Can you, can you see me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good, you're okay, good. Okay, so you've been married for five years. You have one yeah. child. You're an extremely yeah. hard-working man. Yeah. You're, you're always in a meeting. <laughs> You always send me a text, I'm in a meeting, I'll call you back, and don't understand you. You're the only person, I kid you not, you're the only person who I always call and always sends me a text back. So annoying. But I'll call you back, though. Don't matter. So no, annoying. You're not the only one. My wife hates yeah. it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's not fair, bruv. But anyway, um, how, do you, how do you manage working so, up, so hard, so much, and trying to spend time with the family? Um, it's, it's very difficult, I don't even lie. And I think that's probably one of the areas where I struggle with as a husband, as a father, um, uh, as a head of a home. And I think it's because um, I'm still chasing something. I've got this goal in my mind I'm still chasing after. And I think it's just an innate nature of us men. Um, whenever we feel like we've conquered something, we're we trying to go for the next one. And especially if the next next thing that we're going for is almost bigger than us and we need every single energy we can. Um, but in saying that, that is, that's not an excuse because your family should be first. After God is your family, then the business and work. So I'm still trying to uh, strike a balance because my wife will tell you, but she's not happy. And I think out of all the fights that we have, that's probably one of the main issues of me not being able to spend time with, with her. Uh, so when you do spend time, what do you do? Don't oh. do nothing. No, 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 no. We have to, like, catch up, talk, because I'm a very inquisitive person. I love to ask questions. And, and it's funny, like, so my wife will ask me, like, you want to talk? And then she'll be telling me something, and I'll pause her, and I'll ask her, oh, what clothes was she wearing? Or what? I'm like, that's not what I want to tell you. So, so it's like, <laughs> the, the banter is, the banter is um, having to talk. Mm. Keep, keep the conversation flowing. Keep the conversation flowing. And obviously watch movies, um, go out to eat whenever there's an opportunity. Obviously, we are, we've been on lockdown now, so we've spent a lot more time together. And even okay. in spending time together, she will even tell you that she still felt that the other day we were having a fight because she felt like I've not been around. And I'm like, wait, wait I've been in the house for the past 12 weeks. Yeah. But you're not present. <laughs> and that's it. And that's the key, being present. So it's, it's having to, to um, um, understand how I balance uh, chasing after my dream and also being a, a father and being a husband. So it's, just, it's, 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 it's a balance I'm still trying to attain to. Bro, that makes me rich. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Mm. My missus says that to me, like, mm. you're home, but you're not here. Yeah. And I, I boil inside. Like, you, I'm, I've been <laughs> here. Like, I'm sitting here. There's nowhere to go. It's mm. quarantine. I'm here. For real. What does it mean? Like, but, I'm not here. But you, I, I, I think that what, what they're yearning for, the longing they're yearning for is that heart connection. Um, mm. Whereby we're cool to just be in the same room. Like, we could, we could sit in the same room and not talk. And I'll be cool. 
but she wants to, to know what you're thinking about. She wants to know what you're... And, and it's that connection that I, I think a lot of them oh, are missing. Like, doubt me, man. Doubt me. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to, you know, if I'm... Obviously, we can't go out, we can't see people. And if we're on the phone, you're, just, you're talking to the boys, you're in the group. Literally, literally. Not, FaceTime, Bro, whatever it is. I'll get times where she'll be like, oh, what are you laughing at? And I'm like, I can't even begin to explain why I'm laughing. Because uh, a man just said a, a funny joke. And I'm like, oh, would I have to show you? And then, because you won't get it. So it's almost like, okay, I'm not involved in what you're doing. So I feel away. And 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 I'm starting to understand that, you know what? Create your own world within that so that mm. they feel that heart connection. Because it's when you when they don't feel that heart connection, that's when they start to complain. Yeah. Ultimately, you got, I, I've, I've almost said to myself, I just need to put my phone down. Like, yeah, when literally. it's their time, it's literally, their time. Literally, literally. Put my phone down. Literally. Give them all my energy, even if it's for 20 minutes. And mm, I want to yeah. get back to that conversation. Give, give my daughter all my energy, my wife, all my energy. Do a madness. Get them all excited. And and then, then, ah, now I can go. Literally, and, and, and I think that, that's so key because even within this quarantine stuff, I thought I got away with not doing date night until like three weeks ago. She pulled me up on it, like, "Yo, we haven't had date night." And I'm like, "What? Why do we need date night? I'm in the same house as you." <laughs> I she just it on me, and I realized that actually, and when we eventually had our date night, I realized actually this is actually good. I understand what it was that she needed and I needed to meet her needs, not yeah. just my needs. Because my wife would tell you that it, it seems as if in our relationship, I'm get, I, I'm like the winner in it. But I'm like, it's not like a, a winner-loser kind of thing, but it seems like I'm benefiting the most yeah, yeah. Out of it kind of thing. But yeah. Because yeah. I guess I'm, yeah. like, she's cool. She doesn't complain that much. So the little things that she complains about, let me just give it to you in it. That's my, mm -hmm. my philosophy. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Okay, so... I'm going to go into your past relationships. So how has your past relationships supported, helped your current relationship? Or, your marriage? Marriage? or influenced? Has it influenced it in any way? I'm talking positive. Oh, or without, without, without a doubt. All my past relationship has helped me become the man I am today. Um, I definitely wasn't the great boyfriend, if I could use that terminology. Um, but I think one in particular that really changed my mindset and prepared me for, for marriage. Um, I dated a judge and um, she, was, she was older than me, but her, her mindset just like sparked me up in, in a different way to, to the extent that even when I, when I met my current, well, I was about to say my current wife, not like I'm going to have another one. When I met my wife, I, I remember sharing some of my experiences about my ex at the time. And she also knew my ex and she loved my ex. So it was almost like, so she could understand that it was almost like that relationship prepared me for what I now have. Cause I, I definitely know that if I, if I wasn't in that relationship, I don't think I would be the man I am today. Mm. If that makes sense. So all my relationships, I mean, I can't think of anyone that, well, I give me give that. me the key thing that you learned because ultimately you've learned what what's the key thing? What's the key takeaway? Understanding, I think I think understanding and being patient with women because one of the things I used to do is because a lot of the relationships I've been in and and I would genuinely I would actually admit it that I have I haven't been uh, totally up, up up front with the women, so I, I, I I've always held back, um, and that's why some of my if, if you had to go back and ask any of my exes, they will tell you that 
they probably didn't feel that they had all of me and that was done on purpose whereby I'll probably keep a, a part of me not trying to reveal that to them but when I met this particular um this particular ex uh I just decided to give my all into it because really truly I was going to marry her I was really going to marry her so I think I went in the relationship with the mindset that you know what make this work because there were so many obstacles that was um against us not working so i in in trying to counter that i then decided you know what i'll pull my all into it i'll put my heart on the sleeve i'll I'll go in for you kind of thing and in doing that i then realized that actually this this is what a relationship is supposed to be so i think prior to her all the other women i feel like i robbed them of what i could have offered in that relationship so taking those examples and bringing it into my relationship now i realized that you know i need to pour all my all into this relationship for it to work mm-hmm. oh that answered your question yeah that, that was fine so understanding and patience ultimately is what you've learned in mm-hmm. previous relationships because naturally no one ever wants to break a girl's heart no one ever wants to get their heart broken but mm-hmm. you go through these experiences but the key thing is what did you learn Mm-hmm. so that, that's what i was trying to get out of you so what was it that you learned that's helped you or shaped you to be the man that you are today mm-hmm. in your marriage not your current marriage in your marriage <laughs> um, and in your marriage what are you like what type what type of man are you oh i think i'm i'm a bit i think you should ask my wife that but obviously I would <laughs> no, i'm be, asking you I you know always, what you're like what are I you like big myself up in it like I feel like I'm a very loving man and uh, that's a lie. I think I, I, I can be selfish. That's one of the things I've realized lately. I can be selfish. And one of the things we spoke about, especially before we really got into this whole married thing, um, our, our slogan was going to be selfless love. Mm. Um, and I realized, you know what? And as much as I prophesied it and said it, it's very difficult to actually put into practice mm. because... Um, being selfless actually means taking um uh, putting the other person before yourself mm. and a lot of the time if i was to genuinely do that she wouldn't have a problem so every time she complains about something about me i take that as okay you know what you've been you're being selfish in a way and I, i'm trying to, to 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 put that more into practice now as as i'm trying to be a better husband because i realized that you know what apart from that particular issue of, of, of not spending time with her and all of that stuff, everything else, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Because she would tell you that I, I don't cook. Mm. Um, uh, worse than I do. Um, You're but, deep, though. Why don't you cook, though? I, I, it's just something I don't like. I don't know why. I just don't like it. I, I really... I, okay, I just tell a lie. I do cook. So you make your missus cook every single day? No, she doesn't. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not okay. anymore. Um, especially when, when she was pregnant. Oh, my days. That was like a... Uh, I could have... I, like, I think that was probably the worst time I disliked it. I disliked it? I, I disliked my wife. Ooh, because, but she didn't cook. No, it was... Obviously, she was going through different... Uh, so, uh, okay, I think... Let me give a bit of context. So, prior to that, we lost our first son. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The, uh, this new pregnancy was we had to be very careful and I couldn't necessarily push her too much um, so the roles of a wife so for example it, it, it could be like two months before man has sex 
it could be uh, obviously she, she there's certain foods she can't eat because she doesn't like the smell and um it, she'll feel nauseous and so there were so many things that not and it was not her fault do you know what i'm saying so i had to then quickly change my mindset and 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 when 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 i talk talk about being selfish is exactly those moments because i decided to realize that bro you're actually selfish like this woman is carrying your baby okay our baby and yet you're still trying to demand stuff from her so i definitely learned from so you're that trying to get your leg over you know that she's she's you know not in the right frame of mind Exactly. I, 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 exactly, and, and I think it's, it's you're a selfish the, man. You are very selfish <laughs> man. At least I know I've learned, and, and that one I know I've, I've learned from it, and I'm, I'm sure she could tell you that that's changed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I bet the only thing that's probably hasn't changed is I'm not cooking as much food as she would love me to, because I only just cook yam and egg, and what else do I do? I think bread and egg. <laughs> I'm bad, but no, nah, don't don't say me. Yo, listen. Yeah, cake and ice cream. I love my cake and dessert. Yeah, when it comes to dessert, that's me. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, listen, I said I was going to end at ten thirty, but someone said earlier, uh, one of the guys that was on there said marriage is just a business. Um, what do you, what's what's your answer to that? Is it? Just I heard a that. I heard that, and I, I disagree. It can't just be a business. Um, because what does it mean to... What, what's a business transaction? And I hear so many people thinking of it like that. And, and, and I think that's where the problem is. Because marriage has to be seen as a covenant. Mm. It has to be a covenant. Because that's the only way you're really going to... Because with a business, I can end a business transaction. But at the back of my mind, every business transaction I'm in is definitely going to come to an end one, one day. Because business transaction, I don't have to like you to be in a business transaction. Me and you can go into a business transaction and I, I, I could not necessarily care about you, but I just, mm -hmm. it's what I could get from it. Mm -hmm. Nobody goes into a business transaction with the mindset of not being selfish. Mm -hmm. Because everyone wants to be selfish. They, they're worried about their bottom line. So if I'm worried about my bottom line, you're worried about your bottom line, and we're going into a business transaction, no one's going to win. We're going to mm -hmm. find our way to 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 um, to, to, to squander each other out of what could be a peaceful relationship. And I think the danger in, in, in thinking of it as a business transaction is that you yourself, you're not going to pour your all into it. Yeah. Likewise, yeah. likewise, your spouse. And mm. the danger as well is because if you look at the way marriage was set up from the beginning, from if you go back to Genesis, the Bible talks about a man shall leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. Cleave, the two shall become one. And I think when, you, when you're not thinking of this is now me and this woman are now one. I, I, I say I joke to my wife and I, and I, I joke a lot with her that if we're ever going to get divorced, she's probably going to divorce me. Mm. I, I, I don't, I don't, there's nothing she would do. And I, I think I've reconciled that in the back of my mind that there's nothing that she's going to do that will make me divorce her. Mm. But I know she would, she, I, I know she would divorce me with a blink. Not like, not like <laughs> I'm a bad person. Don't get me wrong. But I know that I can't, there's certain things I'm not necessarily good at. And I don't know whether that's because I have made up my mind that, you know what, you're not going in, I'm not, I'm not going to um, go anywhere from this marriage. So I, I, obviously this was my early, I used to say something, I think even in my vow, I said, I love you for no reason. And mm. I think I'm starting to... Romantic. Yeah, but you always <laughs> got bars though. You're that guy, you've always got bars. No. <laughs> I, 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 what do you I, mean, I, I love you for no reason? What does that mean? Is 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 um and, and what at the initial stage this was the this was my thinking 
if I had a reason to love you and, and that changes, does that mean I stop loving you? So for example, I love you because um, you're beautiful and you're, you're shaped like a figure eight. But then when you stop being shaped like a figure eight, does that mean I stop loving you? Or I love you because you, you are patient or you're kind. So does that mean when you stop being patient and stop being kind, does that mean I stop loving you? Um, I, I, I try to get into the mindset of loving unconditionally. It's very Ooh. difficult. You've already had these debates, but yeah, go on, I'm listening. <laughs> Obviously, you're, you're in the group, so you know us and, us and Amanda, <laughs> we're having that debate. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and it was not until, excuse me, it was not until I had my son that I truly understood what unconditional love looks like. Mm. My son did not choose to be born. Mm. Yeah, he just came into the world and here is this gorgeous, handsome, and I love him to bits. And I started to ask myself, well, why do I love this guy? And he hasn't done anything to garner my love. He just, fair, fair fact of he's my son and he's been born. So when I look at my love for him, I could easily say, oh, I love him unconditionally because I don't want anything from him. He could, he could murder someone tomorrow. He could do bad thing tomorrow, but that doesn't mean I stop loving him. But then why is it that I can easily profess unconditional love for my son or my ch of our children? Okay, let me make it general. Why is it that as men, we could profess unconditional love for our children? But when it comes to our spouse, someone who we're married to, it's very difficult mm. to profess unconditional love for them. And I'm like, woo, this is, this is a, a difficult one. Because so then I now start to change my, my thinking. And this is what I now start to say. Um, I love my wife unconditionally but there are times I don't like her. Mm. So I'm trying to give myself a cup up now. And I realized, you know what? It's true though. It's, it's very true. Cause there's sometimes God loves us unconditionally, but there's some things, there's sometimes that we do things to God that he doesn't like. Mm. So that's now my, my thinking. And I, I, and I need to unpack that a bit more to, to help me in my relationship. But that's really where I'm at at the moment. Do you know what? I, you obviously, you know me, I fool you in it. You know, mm, 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 you mm. already know the energy is there, but, I said less a couple of weeks ago, and it was, mm -hmm. uh, what would you do if your wife cheated on you? And I gave my answer. Some said it was textbook, but mm. mine was genuine from my heart. What, what, so what, did you, what did you answer? Don't worry, I'm asking you the question. I've already answered. It's in the podcast. Oh, okay. But I, now I think, I'm asking you. I, I, I think it's going to be very difficult. And I, I think for me, what? Sorry, uh, it's going to be very difficult to to, to answer. The, the the truth of it is, I was unconditional. You said. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be because that's where you test it. That's literally where you're testing it. And the truth of it is, I will want to stay in this relationship. I want to make it work. But you see, for women, for for a woman to cheat, that she started to cheat from before she actually did the act. So, mm. what is it that I did to make you go cheat? Because that's the question I was about to ask. Bro, you li you listened to my answer before, didn't you? you to I, why would answer. I listen? To that? I, I didn't listen to your answer. I really did it. It's just come on, bro. We're, we're, on, you're my, you are my close. best man. You know what I'm saying? So we, we think alike. And is, is that reality? So if the table was 10, and, and I'm not trying to bring a cup back to guys, it's easy for a guy to cheat. Because most of the time, guys are cheated not because of any emotional connection. They just want to bust and release. Mm. But for a woman to cheat, I, I, it just shows to me that I failed from before she actually did the act. So mm. I need to question myself. What is it? Because I, this is someone who I, I profess to love and someone who she professed to love me and we profess to, to have, um, to, to be open and to, to share stuff with. I mean, there's, there's people, for example, I mean, there was, there was a particular girl 
last year, and I don't even know why I'm beating myself up, but I'll, I'll say it anyway, that I, I started to talk to her, and I, I just caught feelings. And I told my wife, you know what? I caught feelings. Yeah, me. I would, yeah, I, would, I would like, but then I had to analyze what was the feeling because you didn't, you didn't love this girl, you love your wife, you know what I'm saying? But then you caught feelings for another. Uh, Said again. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing. Yeah, you love your wife, but you caught feelings for another girl. Like, where is that? So where did that? Where did that? Um, wh what what happened there? How how was there a space for for you to be able to catch feelings? So th those are the kind of conversations we didn't have to talk about. You, you know, know what I love. God, I'm listening, sorry. I'm listening. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. That, that was really it. So, if she cheated, I would have to find a way to forgive, but we would have to then thrash it out. And mm. that's one of the things I love about uh, about us in terms of just talk. Let's have those hard topics. Do you know what I'm saying? Was was I not good in bed? Was I not? What, what was it? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there must be something that I yeah. did that she doesn't like. Yeah, words, to, words. To push her to go, to, go, to go cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? And... You know when you get married, and this is a question you can answer, because then we're going to close, because I did say 10.30, but let me just delete that. I might as well just X that at the bottom point. If, no, what was my, ah, oh, I lost my trail of thought. How did I lose my trail of thought? So a lot of people believe that once you get married, all your temptations vanish. So as a, man, as a married man, do you still get tempted? Are there still girls out there that you, you might look at? Do you sometimes look left, look right? You know, what, what is it like? I, I think, I, of course, it's, it's been And I think any guy that says that they don't get tempted, they're lying. Guys, naturally, we're, we're attracted by what we see. So you can see a beautiful girl and you know this girl's beautiful. I mean, there was the other day we were driving and was it driving? I can't remember what it was, but I remember saying, oh, babe, look at that bum. I, I actually, I, I had to, because I realized that if I pondered that in myself, uh, if I pondered upon that by myself, I would then begin to think thoughts that I'm not supposed to. So yeah. I, I, I just found myself saying, you know, I, and a lot of those times I try to out myself quickly before I give room for anything to, to, to germinate. Yeah. And it's easy, to, it's easy for me to just... I mean, uh, I've not been, I've not lived a pure life before this. So I still see stuff on TV or even in public. And the nature of my work, I meet a lot of beautiful women, a lot of beautiful women. I just have to have that self-control that, you know what? If I say I love someone, uh, loving that person means to make them happy or to do things that they will not upset them. And if cheating is going to upset my, my wife, let me not do it. Because what's the point? Well, after two minutes, you bust. You're gonna feel. You're gonna be upset, and that's the worst. You know. Oh my day! I think that's probably the worst feeling. But <laughs> after like you, you cheated. You know, I'm feeling your passion. You know. No, but it's real. It's real. real. Cause how long are you gonna last for, man? Okay, you last ten minutes, even five minutes, and then you bust, and then you, you just start to feel like, and then now it's now awkward because you don't have to now explain to the girl you cheated with that. Oh, do you know what? I've got like how how do you? I mean, I don't like drama. Like, yeah, I really don't like dumb, dumb. It's, it's, it's dumb, it's dumb. Listen, just have friends and keep it, keep it, keep it cool like that. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what I do appreciate is the fact that guys still get tempted, and I think that's the they're the things that we don't necessarily talk about. We don't talk about it openly, and as guys, you probably don't even talk about it with mm -hmm. your missus. Like you have said no, that. But about see the how, thing. How I, I think I, I missed that. Sorry. I think. No, I think we need to be careful again. So not trying to throw a blanket statement and say, oh, guys need to share everything with their missus. Because there's certain things that 
excuse me, there's certain things your missus probably won't be able to handle. And my, my missus is probably watching this and thinking, mm, okay, what are you talking about? But the yeah, reality what, is... What is it that I can't handle? Exactly. But the reality is, like, so, for example, I can't, I can't, again, in my DNA, for example, I want to have sex every day. I can have sex every day. Like, if you put it on me, I can have sex every day. But because at the back of my mind, subconsciously, I can have sex every day, if you know I'm not having sex, sex every day. day. Of course not. What, what married man have sex every day, bro? That's good. That's a good answer because some people might think no, you do. Married men don't have sex every day, but even even because obviously you know me, like even in my being busy, like from the time go by, I would not even have time for for her, let alone me, that mm. that wants something. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, where our mind is at, at at the particular time or the particular season of the week or the month or whatever is when we feel the urge or we really want a boss or whatever. But I think, my, and I'm grateful to God for the, the understanding wife I have, because she knows that, okay, do you know what? This guy just wants to bust. Okay, come on, bust. <laughs> like, literally, because, and, and I think if... You're selfish, if, you know. You're a selfish oh, guy. No, but she is, but it's not that, it's not that she's craving it. Because if she's craving it, then yeah, she will get it. She knows, like, I, the, the beautiful thing about women, I, I'm, not, I'm not generalizing, but it's like, it, when a woman wants it, she knows that she can have it. It's only us guys that when we want it, we can't have it every time we want it. Right. So we have to like pattern certain things. Yeah, trust to try me. To get you're, moving, you're moving left, you know, just to try and <laughs> just to get to put the feelers out. Let me see whether what what made you in today. Like <laughs> you're trying to work it out. Yeah, but it's the real. It's real. It's real. Yeah. All right. Cool. You know what? That that is kind of. I've seen a few questions, so let's just answer a couple of questions, <laughs> and then we'll just we'll just leave it as that. Wait, um, I just saw KB's comment. KB's, KB. Don't, Bob, you know I'll be. You know how it goes. Um, how, would you, how would you feel if your wife said that she found another man attractive? Funny enough, yeah. So she probably wouldn't admit this. So there's this Asian guy at a workplace where she used to work. She did tell me this. Uh, but she told me that, oh, there's this Asian guy. Oh, so she came on very excited. And she said, oh, um, my friend, da, 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 da. he's very excellent. I like the way he cut. Da, 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 da. She just said all of that and she gave me the surface. But then I realized that, you know what, you're doing what I do, whereby you want to be open. You want to be open and say that um, um, you don't find a guy attractive. Well, you clearly found him attractive. There's nothing wrong with finding a guy attractive, but just be open with it. Just like I'm sure that if she was now telling her girlfriend, she would tell the, she would give the, them more details. But yeah, she just yeah, yeah. probably patterned it for me so that she knows that, right, okay, I'm being honest. Do you know what I'm saying? So, for example, when I when the girl I was talk, t telling you about that I met last year, um, when I, as soon as I came home, I said to my wife, yo, this is... But obviously, I patterned it. I, I, I changed it up. Oh, I met this interesting girl. Duh, 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 and I just left it like that. Obviously, mm -hmm. at that time, that was really what it was until my feelings started to develop and I'd be like, yo, okay, this is a bit, even she had to pull me up on it because I kept coming to her and kept, and, and I wanted to be open, but I realized in you being open, you are also playing to yourself, to your children's disadvantage. If you're feeling something, just cut it off. So if she comes to me and tells me that, oh, she finds a guy attractive, fine, listen, there's barely, I, I'm not the most sexiest guy in the world. <laughs> I hands down, I know I'm not. So I, you would definitely find more guys attractive. But out of all of them, you chose me. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy. And out of all the girls in the world, I chose you. 
So then we're going to make this work. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard that. I heard that. All right, cool. I think, um, I think we'll leave it there. So if you were going to give, if you were going to give the guys in the comments, the viewers, if you're going to give them any advice in terms of marriage and learning from past relationships, what would it be? Because that's why we got you on here. I think um, every, every past relationship uh, is, has been there to, to make you who you are. Um, we, 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 we're told that we are some of all the experiences that we've been through, um, whether good or bad. Um, mm. And even if it's bad, you, you're taking the fact that, you know what, I, I don't even want to smell something like this again in my, in my, in my relationship. And when you then get into marriage, there's certain bad habits that you might have picked up that, you know what, needs to be put, put away. And in marriage, I believe that you need to, you said, give and take. You know what I'm saying? Give and take, give and take, give and take. Because you need to be able to be selfless for the relationship to work. And that's mm. the way in which I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what would you say yeah. to the people who, who have been hurt and their hearts are guarded now. And even the man then, like, some guys have been hurt too. You know, you put all your eggs in one basket, the girl's broken your heart. What do you, what do you say to them? I, I think in, in situations like that, it's, it's a bit difficult. Like, it's really difficult because I, I, I don't even know the, because I know, like, even me and I'm talking, I know I've broken some hearts. And it's only, like, so, uh, I think the, the, uh, the, the gentleman before me was saying something about his, his ex that, she would never see him, see the him that he is now. She would always see him as the him that yeah. left in that well, relationship. And I think yeah. that's with most of my, my, my exes. They would never understand because they, they don't have um, connection to me right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if they saw me right now, they probably would forgive me. And I'm sure a lot of them probably have forgiven me. But I think, in, 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 especially for women who have been hurt, mm -hmm. uh, don't use that to block your future blessings. Don't let that hurt be the one to stop you from opening up to the next one. Because in as, in as much as, and, and I'm not even trying to spiritualize it, but you meet a man, take him to God in prayer. Just, and I think that's, a lot of, that's a, uh, uh, something that our generation are not necessarily doing anymore. This, this, uh, anymore. Whereby we meet someone, we're interested in dating them, and we're not taking it to God. We're not praying about it. Okay, mm -hmm. fair enough. If you're not Christian, that's a different topic. But for those who are Christians, take it to God in prayer. Because we, we believe in a God that, that, that talks. We believe in a God that ha wants a relationship. So then let's have that relationship with him, especially when he... Because think about it. Marriage, apart from salvation, is the second most important decision you ever make. Mm. The second most... One of the second most important decisions that can make or break the rest of your life. And if you don't do it right, boy, it's difficult. And for the man them that has been that got their heart broken, man them, don't use that against the next woman you meet. Because... It's it's it's. Um, it's long. You know what it's like. It's long. Every it's job not, is okay, so a waste of my time. Very true. But then, what's the alternative? Oh, you want to be bang bang banging around? You want to be sleeping around? Okay. <laughs> no, but let's, it's, let's call it bang bang banging around. <laughs> like if if that's your alternative, you're not you yourself. You know you're not going to be happy, bro. Ask yeah. only man them that slept with that sleep with at least fifty girls a day. Deep down inside, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, you yeah. know you're not going because we're not built like that. Yeah. When God made us, He didn't make He, he didn't make us to be just like everywhere, anywhere. It's, it's it's the connection, the two becoming one. When you find that one, you might not necessarily marry them. Even though I don't believe in that, I believe in marriage, like mm. being connected 
to the one person and making it work because even if you have bare girls there's always going to be one person who you're you're most connected to yeah word all right cool listen king you're the man hear me thank you you're the no man problem, bro. Some eye this isn't even enough time all of you guys that have come on today thank you uh we started with alan we moved to kb <laughs> alison witches alan lowett we went to raymond who gave us good perspective about um, dating and having children from a previous relationship. And Yemi, who just come and lay down a couple bombs. So, um, guys, thank you very much. Yemi, thank you. And then, thank you, King. guys, in the comments, thank you very much because you guys have made it entertaining for, for us as well. Do you know what? Sometimes I really want to read the comments, but I've got to stay focused on. Yeah, yeah. If I'm trying to catch up on the I comments, myself, it's like, there's bare stuff here, bro. Bob, it just looks mad fun. But um, yeah, thank you very much, guys. I'll put the I'll put all of these on the podcast again. Um, but other than that, that is us. That is us. You know. Running out. God bless. Take it easy. Thanks. Almost, almost, almost. Thank you, guys, for listening. Make sure you check out the rest of the episodes. Men who talk. Season 2, Manhood. Join us as we pick apart this topic.